the new body oh mother kali this time i will eat you up i will make a fine dish of you and gorge myself upon it well one need not get disturbed or annoyed or disgusted at these uncivilized words what else is the holy ceremony of the civilized christians wherein they eat of the flesh of christ and drink of his blood ram prasad at least like a decent human being proposes to cook and then eat the flesh of his mother he does not mean to eat raw flesh however cannibalism is a very hoary institution it is as old as the jungle man but even the jungle man who indulged in it used to do it in a ceremonial way i mean this instinct or this aberration if you like has a mysterious footing in human nature it is perhaps a biological atavism the anthropologist might say but i take it as symbolic of a deeper urge indeed a nobler aspiration how we shall presently see this primitive gesture even as a physical act is or at least was prevalent among certain esoteric religious societies human sacrifice was a very solemn item in some tantric ceremony what then is the sense the meaning of this value so much value being attached to the vile body even in religious practices evidently this secret has been given out precisely in the christian ritual of transubstantiation it is the mystery of transforming or transmuting the base metal into the noble metal gold the mystic of the alchemy with which the ancients were so much preoccupied in their consciousness and pursuit the body surely has something to say in the terrestrial existence of creatures for not in vain did the lord come down to inhabit it this spirit has consented to clothe itself with matter not for the mere fun of it the divine must have had some intention some use for it not simply to keep it going for some time in order to do away with it as i said since this spirit the divine is immortality the purpose of material creation must be to make this part of himself also like himself that is to say immortal to make the body to as perfect on earth 
as the spirit is in heaven first of all with regard to the goal and the aim there have been schools which did not subscribe to the ideal of utter rejection and elimination of the world and world consciousness and therefore to any discipline or realization of an extracorporeal existence they posited the truth of a spiritualized body not merely of a spiritual consciousness naturally the question now would be what this spiritual or spiritualized matter would be like the body as it is is vile indeed we may remember in this connection the famous description given by the sanskrit poet bhartrihari her breasts are mere lumps of flesh her mouth a container of spittle and flame other items are untranslatable although even this passes in sanskrit for sanskrit being a noble language by nature tends to ennoble even vile things shirdinda speaks of the way in which even the hunchback of mantra seemed ennobled in the words of valmiki but bhartrihari's intention was to bring disgust home to the ascetic aspiration the body as it is is vile indeed even though it is not rejected in toto it has to be changed radically it is to be changed sublimated transmuted into its subtle form plato spoke of a form reality that is behind each physical and material form the gross material form that we see and touch is only matter filling in the form that is there eternally a sculptor for example when he has a block of stone before him sees a form embedded as it were in the stone and what he does is to let his chisel cut out the stone following the line of the form that he sees already there in it modern artists to seem to say and do something in the same line they seek to create the fundamental forms the basic lines that scaffold the gross substance body a kind of pure form the material content being abstracted or exhausted out of it thus the purification of sublimation of this body would be a kind of dematerialization that is to say the substance part of the body is pumped out of it leaving only the vibration of consciousness at the most life consciousness the chinmaya deha of the vaishnavas or the glorious body of the christians means 
something of this nature. In the Indian tradition, the immortal or everlasting body of Narada, Aswatthama and Hanuman, the Chiranjeevi Trinity, are perhaps examples of this mode of transubstantiation. Mortals cannot see them or the senses perceive. They can be seen and perceived only through the subtler senses, through the consciousness of another level of existence. Such a suprasensual body becomes naturally immortal, everlasting, free from decay and death. But there is another alternative which indeed seems to be the real consummation of the world evolution and the supreme fulfillment of man as an earthly embodied being. And that is not to dematerialize matter, but to rematerialize matter, materialize in a new mode. Matter in this line will not be sublimated, subtilized into the ethereal form and substance, but recreated in its true substance with the dross and impurity, the legacy of ignorance and unconsciousness purged out of it. Something of the kind, nature in its ignorant functioning has effectuated in the phenomenon of fossilization. The material object remains the same, exact in its form, only the substance is changed. A tree, an animal for instance, maintains the same outward structure, but instead of being built in organic matter, it is now made of inorganic matter, the latter replacing, ejecting or swallowing up the former. This is a type of transubstantiation, although in a reverse way, for here the object is remolded not in a higher but in a lower mode. What is aimed at is a spiritual transubstantiation, that is to say, replacing the mortal material substance by a spiritual immortal substance. What then is this spiritual substance? It is not the mere consciousness of the spiritual being, for there are gradations in this spiritual consciousness, its becomings in many modes. The same spiritual consciousness or spirit consciousness is expressed, formulated, in the spirit mind, it is further expressed and concretized in the spirit vital, and finally the same is materialized in the spirit body. This descent or devolution of the spirit happens in its own line of light and truth, not in the other line of ignorance which follows a greater and yet greater darkening and obscuration. <coughs> All existence is a mode of vibration. The varieties of existence depend upon the modes or types of vibrations. 
but this vibration has as indicated two broad lines of development one along the line of the original purity of the spirit we may say the straight or the chord line the other along the line of separation and gradual eclipsing of the original truth the loop line thus we say the pure line of vibration in a certain mode produces the pure mind and that type produces the pure life and yet another the pure matter you may call this pure matter new matter matter as it is presented in the unconscious creation is not the sole form of matter matter can be formed perhaps is being formed by a special type of concentrated consciousness the special mode of consciousness that produces the pure or new spirit matter is the supermind of shri aurobindo the supermind produces not the mere inconscious dark material matter but a luminous radiant matter full of the luminosity of the pure consciousness not a dark precipitate of inconscience but a shining transparent crystallization of consciousness modern science speaks not only of matter but also of a new type of matter and anti matter we make bold to speak of a third type and name it supra matter even though all the attributes even some fundamental ones normally given to matter as known to us may not be applicable to either of the two categories mentioned a particle of dust is matter a particle of light is also matter a point of space with an electric charge or no charge a point of mere tension in space is also matter a molecule of lead is matter so also a molecule of gold these are all however material transformations of matter transformations in degree there are other transformations which lead not merely to a different degree but to a different kind organic matter the matter in the living cell is not only a change in degree but in kind also this is because a new principle a new element has been brought in matter has been impregnated with life matter imbued or instinct with life builds itself differently behaves differently from pure matter instead of mechanistic behavior it has acquired a living or biological behavior and again once more another kind of matter is developed or evolved when mind penetrates matter infuses into it a new constitution or disposition 
and a new mode of behavior. The result is the brain cell. To study the peculiarities of the mentalized organic cell has been a very interesting line of research for modern scientists. The phenomenon, however, does not end here. For matter, infused with a still higher mode of existence beyond mind and mentality, is also a subject of modern studies. It is parapsychology. It is suggested that not merely the brain cells are open to a further insemination and transmutation, but even the cells of the body, the genetic as well as the somatic cells, can undergo a real sea change under new conditions of existence, a new consciousness and a new mode of living. Matter, under the aegis of ignorance, is indeed subject to age and decay and death, for it is mostly made of a dark and obscure substance, but that is not its inevitable destiny. It may very well change into, it is actually moving towards something which is apparently quite its opposite. Yet, it will be the same matter although in a different mode. Instead of mortal matter, we are to have an immortal or immortalized matter, that is to say, spiritualized matter or spirit matter. The two that have been till now contraries and contradictories are not only harmonized, but fused into the self-same substance. The supramatter or the new matter that will build up the new body will naturally partake of the character and nature of the spirit. Instead of the general properties usually ascribed to matter, inertia, opacity, density, dullness, gradual ebb of substance and energy, that is disintegration, the new matter will acquire new qualities of the opposite kind, spiritual qualities. Indeed, the qualities attributed to the spirit, Atman, by the ancient seers, will be the very qualities of the new body, luminous and faultless and stainless, ageless and deathless, takshukram abranam apavavidham ajaram amaram, the material body will be imbued with luminosity, plasticity, mobility, tensibility, lightness, and added to these, a floral loveliness. Such is the transubstantiation, the divinization of the body that may be envisaged lying behind the symbolic gesture of Ram Prasad and the Christian ritual of the Eucharist the interchange and fusion of the divine material substance and the human material substance. <coughs> In reference to what we read last time, we have passed through hell, 
not the whole of it surely but just a small portion of it and that should be sufficient for us poor mortals for the moment now we shall move up and peep into heaven a little we shall enjoy something of the life heavens as shirobindo calls that world it is the same world probably where nachiketas was invited to go by king yama king yama who was almost enamored of the child because of his exquisite simplicity and innocence and straightforwardness swargaloka as the upanishad says shokatigo modate swargaloke one crosses beyond grief and is full of delight in that paradise around him ashwapati around him shone a great felicitous day a luster of some rapturous infinite it held in the splendor of its golden laugh regions of the heart's happiness set free intoxicated with the wine of a god immersed in light but virtually divine all life's high visions are embodied here her wandering hopes achieved her oriet combs caught by the honey eaters darting tongue her burning gases changed to ecstasy truths her mighty pantings till in deathless calm and liberated her immense desires in that paradise of perfect heart and sense no lower note could break the endless charm of her sweetness ardent and immaculate her steps assure of their intuitive fall after the anguish of the soul's long strife at length were found calm and celestial rest and lapsed in a magic flood of sorrowless hours healed where his warrior nature's wounded limbs in the encircling arms of energies that brooked no stain and feared not their own bliss in scenes forbidden to our pallid sense amid miraculous sense and wonder use in scenes forbidden to our pallid sense amid miraculous sense and wonder hues he met the forms that divinize the sight to music 
that can immortalize the mind and make the heart wide as infinity, listened and captured the inaudible cadences that awake the occult ear. Out of the ineffable hush it hears then come, trembling with the beauty of a wordless speech, and thoughts too great and deep to find a voice, thoughts whose desire new makes the universe. A scale of sense that climbed with fiery feet to heights of unimagined happiness recast his being's aura in joy glow. His body glimmered like a sky shell. His gates to the world were swept with seas of light. His earth dowered with celestial competence harbored a power that needed now no more to cross the closed customs line of mind and flesh and smuggled the Godhead into humanity. It shrank no more from the supreme demand of so untired capacity for bliss. A might that could explore its own infinite and beauty and passion and the depths reply, nor feared the soon of glad identity where spirit and flesh in inner ecstasy join, annulling the quarrel between self and shape. It drew from sight and sound spiritual power, made sense a road to reach the intangible. It thrilled with the supernal influences that build the substance of life's deeper soul. Earth nature stood reborn, comrade of heaven, a fit companion of the timeless kings, equaled with the godheads of the living sons. He mixed in the radiant pastimes of the unborn, heard whispers of the player never seen, and listened to his voice that steals the heart and draws it to the breast of a God's desire, and felt its honey of felicity flow through the veins like the river of paradise. Made body a nectar cup of the Absolute. In sudden moments of revealing flame, in passionate responses half unveiled, he reached the rim of ecstasies unknown. A touch supreme surprised his hurrying heart. The clasp was remembered of the wonderful and hence leap down of white beatitudes. Eternity drew close, disguised as a love, and laid its hand upon the body of time. 
A little gift comes from the immensitudes, but measureless to life its gain of joy. All the untold beyond is mirrored there, a giant drop of the bliss unknowable overwhelmed his limbs and round his soul became a fiery ocean of felicity. He foundered, drowned in sweet and burning vasts. The dire delight that could shatter mortal flesh, the rapture that the gods sustain, he bore. Immortal pleasure cleansed him in its waves and turned him strength into undying power. Immortality captured time and carried life. This too must now be overpassed and left. You must go beyond the joys of the life heavens.